You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. I want to say shout out to Isaac Keys for connecting me with Chris Lofton. Um, This interview was done sometime near uh, the beginning of the summertime, man. I wasn't able to make it out to Chicago to do the interview in person. Uh, Chris was on set filming Power Book for Force that comes out here in a couple of months on Stars TV. But he was gracious enough to take out some time one day offset to, you know, talk about what he's been doing in the industry, talk about what he's doing with power um, to the best of this ability. I should have put it out sooner, but, you know, this is the reality of shit happens. But take a listen to this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it again. Isaac, I appreciate you, brother. Chris, thanks for your time. Artesia, thanks for always setting this stuff up. And uh, Frank, Casey, I'll see you guys in the studio soon. Enjoy. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Made you want to do that? Um, I mean, the, the whole journey has been crazy. Because like you said, uh, I started with Hardball. So I started so young. So it's always that transition. It's not that easy for to go from that cute kid to a grown yeah. man. Like a lot of people fall by the wayside because it's like you can kind of get away with bad acting when you're a kid because you're cute, yeah. <laughs> 12, you know what I'm saying? And you're nine. Ain't nobody going to really say nothing. But once you about 27 and you just a grown ass man and you're not that good and ain't nobody yeah. seen you on, on shit in about nine years, that 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 cute factor kind of go away a little yeah, bit, you know? So, yeah. So that transition, it was dope. I just feel blessed that I was able to maintain work through that whole process. There might've been like a year here where it's like, yeah, I just didn't book nothing. I was still auditioning, but I was able to maintain and just only get higher and higher through the process. So that aspect of it was just a crazy, crazy journey and making me want to move to LA. I've always wanted to live in LA. And I also always felt like with being from Chicago, because I'm actually from Chicago. So with being from here, I just felt like there was a cap to how yeah. high I could go, especially once you had already been on all those Chicago shows, Chicago yeah. Fox, Chicago PD, da 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 da, Empire. Yeah. <clears throat> I filmed every show that was in Chicago yeah. to the capacity where I couldn't just return as somebody else next week. I couldn't. Exactly. I name and all of that. So yeah. I, I couldn't just return. So I was like, man, you know what? I want to go to LA and just, bro, I want to be this. I need to be a series regular. I need to be a movie star. I need to be something like, bro, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm better than them. That's what I was. That shit scary though, bro. Like that transition, man, like always moving from your hometown and going somewhere like that, like that. I don't think people understand. Like mine was a small move. I just moved to Dallas. I'm a country boy, but moving from Chicago to LA, bro. Like I know it had to be a process of where people always say they don't like to say they think about failure, but it's like just as well as you want to succeed. You also have to look at the other part where it's like when you land, it ain't going to be a pillow. Oh, right. No, for a fact, it, it was a uh, for me. It, I honestly ain't going to lie. I, I always thought about the failure, but I was never afraid. of. It. I was never scared. I always had the mentality of, of this. Like when it came down to anybody following their dreams and doing anything, I kind of run through a checklist. And my checklist yeah. at the time is if you think about making a big move, my checklist was this. Hey. You have any kids? The answer to that was no for me. Yeah. Do I own any business or have any business that keeps me here in this city or that would behoove me to want to stay here in this city? And the answer was no. So I was like, well, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen, honestly, is 
okay, shit, I have to leave and come back to Chicago where my life wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah. it wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't yeah. that bad. So it's like, to me, if that's the worst case, yeah. I'll take that every time. I'm like, because at the end of the day, Chris Lofton going to eat every yeah. day. Every day. Every single day. I don't give yeah. Well, I got the big bar of steel. I'm going to eat. <laughs> so if that was the least of my words. Yeah, then we I, good. I, I take my chances. And, and that's just what I did. And I just truly believe that. Damn near delusional. Yeah. But I believed it. You but know you know what? what? I think in order to dream the way we dream as creators, bro, you got to be delusional. It's, like it's I, I, Yeah. So, I heard I heard of uh, I heard an interview by Kevin Hart and they were asking him, did he ever know that he would be this big or as big as he yeah. is? And he was like, I dreamed of being big, but you know where he's at. He's like, I couldn't imagine like making $20 million per show or bringing in $60 million in a year. It's like, you can't imagine, but if you stop trying to do that shit, bro, what else are you doing? I tell people all the time, if I wasn't trying to interview people like you and, and move up the ladder and just doing interviews and, and, and in media period, not black media, but just media period, like, right. bro, if you don't work at that shit, you got to give your all, bro. I, talk, I saw a story on uh, YouTube where you were talking about the Versace robe. And oh, yeah. I just I, I was just scamming through there and I saw the red robe. I was like, let me check this nigga out and see what shit he talking about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a story behind that, bro. Um, you were talking about how uh, you wanted that role for a long point, long period of time. But um, even with you living in California or Chicago, one with four yeah. roommates, you was like, it didn't even make sense to, to, to buy did. this. Yeah, bro. I was living in South Central in the middle of the hood with four roommates in a five bedroom house. It was five of us in a five bedroom house in South Central in the middle of the hood. Yeah. 85th and Figueroa for any of the listeners who know that area. Yeah. Middle of the hood. So I'm like, bro, even though I can afford the hoodie, it's only like, I mean, the uh, the robe, it's only 500 something dollars. Like, that's yeah. nothing. I got it. Like, but I, I felt like, I'm like, bro, you will look like a jackass. Yeah. In South Central with four roommates with a Versace robe. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, yeah. what are you really doing? And at the point that you got it, when you got it, what, like, what made you finally get it at that point? Because now it's like, all right, I, I'm not living in the hood no more. I live yeah. I live a block away from Staples Center. I, I'm riding yeah. scooters to Staples to go to yeah. Lakers games now. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? They got to steal. I just deserve road. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have the four roommates no more. I only had one at the time, and it was my brother. Yeah. It was like, man, that's, that's all right, cool. My bills is we paid. I know where my next dollar coming from. Now yeah. I'm gonna go get that robe, that fridge robe. I'm about to go buy it, bro. And it's okay to do that shit, man. I think so many times we do see, we get it caught up in like, hey, save, save, save. But it's like, bro, when are you enjoying the fruits of your labor, fam? Like, if you saving your, you got a hundred grand in your bank account, but you still ain't doing nothing you want to do because you're so scared, bro. If you die tomorrow, I got sick. Somebody got to spend that shit. Somebody, you know. So I tell people it's good to save, but it's also good to spend and take care of yourself, man. Buy some of those frivolous things. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit, bro. You got to, bro. You got to. So how's it? Uh, how's it been um, working on the set with Power, uh, Power Man? Uh, from Isaac, he tells me it's a lot of fun. He talks about you all the time, man. He talk about how fun it's to work with you guys. I watch both of you um, yeah. on Instagram, on your Instagram stories, and you always seem to have a lot of fun. But how's that experience been for you? Yeah, man. Power has been <clears throat> surreal. It's still surreal. It still ain't even hit me, bro. And I think, I think because like I was a very, very like avid fan of power like i'm one of them dudes who was like real gung-ho for power yeah <laughs> long before i was ever on it so the fact that it's like bro like now it's like nah tommy is talking to me like he is texting my phone what what yeah. like, it's just it's different it's just well, looking at my phone tommy it's different. Like, i'm like what are, you, yeah. what are you doing so like <laughs> that is crazy and then the fact to actually be at this capacity on the show, a series regular and, yeah. and be around other people, other actors who are 
like real people. That's the one thing I will yeah. say. Like, I don't really like actors, bro. Like a lot of people look at me and they don't even think I'm an actor. When I tell them I'm yeah. an actor, it kind of throws them off. They think I'm a rapper yeah. or a football player or something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I kind of wish I was a rapper at times because I don't really like actors. Yeah. Like, they're, like I'm not that guy. I'm not a thespian, if you will. Yeah. I'm not going to go to theater school. I don't, I yeah. didn't take acting classes, bro. I don't want to be around none of y'all. Like, you yeah. know, but these is, are- You know what? Is it, what you saying that? Is it like a, a hierarchy in Hollywood with that? Like the fact, or like maybe they don't respect the way you came through because they went in another way? Uh, At least I haven't run into that. You I'm haven't run into sure, it? Well, I'm pretty sure there's people who do think that like, oh, I, you know- they they are really trained at it and they did yeah. this and that they probably do like not respect a lot of the ways that people get in this industry but i'm not worried about that part but okay. i do have a high respect for people who were like trained and who do know those methods the, the you know all of those i don't know none of that like i yeah. I, I just do it bro i just feel yeah. it i do it and i just i'm naturally good at it and i've grown yeah. to love it and it's just my thing now, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't go to none of those classes in schools like that. So for me, it's just always felt dope when I can have the opportunity to be around actors who I feel are real yeah. and grounded, like Shane Harper and Lily Simmons, Gabrielle Ryan and Isaac Keys and Joseph yeah. Sakura. All these people are cat my castmates, bro. They real people. They not those actor actors. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. Because actors can get a little weird, bro, at times. Yeah. You know, I think it's kind of like uh, the way you're explaining it to me. It sounds like how football players, they'll be like, hey, football players want to be basketball players. Basketball players want to be, you know, football players. And yeah. it's like sometimes you get lost in, especially as an actor, I would guess, you know, being someone that you're actually not. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 Yeah. So and it's just like I just feel like the uh, it's just a different creative. And then because I think it's because of the way I came up being from Chicago, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got a little bit of a different edge streetness to me. Yeah. I don't really want to be the guy sitting here reading the playbill, acting yeah. out scenes with y'all on my off time. That's <laughs> not me, but I'm not into that. Like, I, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm just not. Yeah. And, 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 and that's just kind of how it is. And I kind of take that, I take that into my role, my roles that I choose too, where it's like, I understand that we're acting and I can be any character that we want, but I try to not, go with characters that are so far away from me to the point where, because I always say this, I feel like writers and directors and all that, they have one luxury that actors don't have. Well, one of many, but they yeah. have one luxury that actors don't have. When they go home, when they go to the grocery store, they get to turn it off. They yeah. have the ability to turn it off. Don't nobody know if they standing in line at Walmart with the dude who wrote the Avengers. You don't yeah. know. No, you don't. You don't know if he's the director, the writer, the producer. Yep, you don't know. You don't. You just line at Walmart. Only only Hollywood people and people who are in the film will know. Exactly. Yeah. But for the actor, I'm the one that even when I'm off work, when I'm walking down the street, when I'm just trying to have a normal day, a normal time, not even at work, people running up to me talking about, hey, aren't you the superhero yeah. guy? Da, da. Like yeah. I don't I don't yeah. want that because I wasn't yeah. the guy. I didn't watch none of that growing up. I didn't watch superheroes. I've never yeah. seen a Marvel movie. I've never seen Harry Potter. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I'm not none of that shit, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't even want to be the guy that has to go to Comic-Con just to collect a bag. Cause I yeah. don't want to be there. You don't want that. If it yeah. is for 150,000. Nah, I'm straight. Yeah. I'd rather be the guy that gets booked to host this party in Miami. They're going to give me 30,000 and I'll just do that three times a month to make that same, to hunt. make that same bread. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I would rather be that guy. I'm in a club with little baby like this because I'm, <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Because you're doing I'm, it your way, though, and that's what everybody want to do, man. You want to do it your way. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to be having on tights and dressing up like a damn superhero <laughs> at Comic Con <laughs> with a bunch of people asking me what my favorite superhero was when yeah. I grew up. I don't. I don't want it. And that's crazy, bro. Like you kind of remind me of Russell Westbrook. Like when they talked to him about winning the championship, he was like, "I love the game." You know, I love the game. I love the people's lives I'm changing. I love the people I interact with. That's what I play this game for. If I happen to win a championship and you're in your end, it's like if you happen to win a Grammy or whatever the acting award is, whatever awards you win, it's cool. But that's not why you got into it. Yeah, no, that's definitely not why I got into it. I, that, that's not why I got into it. I would definitely love to win. And I, I feel like one day I will get maybe an Emmy or Oscar yeah. even, you know. But yeah. and I think that's one reason why I feel like real always wins. And when real finally does win, it sticks. Yeah. So, you know what I'm That's saying? That's a fact, bro. It sticks. So, like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it might have took 20 years, but watch this, you yeah. know? Watch this, bro. That's crazy, bro. Like, um, like I say, even just watching watching people like you and, and Isaac grow up and do the things that you're doing. Like, how is it now doing what you're doing, being back in your hometown, recording in your hometown? Like, I mean, this shit got to feel like you in the finals. Dog, like that's what I'm saying. And, and the crazy thing is, I was just talking to my sister the other day about this. Like, I didn't know if it was g- g- a good thing or if it was scary. The fact that it hasn't hit me yet. Like, yeah. I know the magnitude of what I'm doing. Yeah, and bro. I realize that I'm back home in Chicago, but because we under these strict, you know, COVID yeah. protocols, I can't yeah. really go nowhere. I can't yeah. really. Y'all ain't getting that shine like y'all would if y'all were able to promote the show right now, leading yeah, up like, to the show. Right, and you know yeah. my. Since I'm from here, my friends and stuff know I'm here. I might have talked to a couple of them, maybe one or two stop by the house, but I haven't been like outside. Like yeah. I'm not at the bars, at the yeah. restaurants. I'm not outside like that. So I don't know. Like it just feels surreal. It'll hit me when I'm on set and I'll be like, yo, bro, like Look I'm, who I'm talking to. I was taking the bus. I was yeah. taking the bus right there. I used to walk to the train right here on Lake and then I would go to that Dunkin'. Bro, like, and now I'm standing here with. Tommy and my cheer yeah. my name on it and I'm filming power like bro yep. like it'll hit me in moments like that like yeah. just in the mix of it <laughs> just sitting at home chilling it don't cause like look I'm in my crib right now by myself yeah. like, ain't nobody yeah. in there ain't, yeah. ain't nobody, ain't but nobody. I, I, I would be thinking like bro like when that shit come out though it's gonna hit different like when it's yeah. on TV every fucking week and they raving about who they like you know who they wanna see more of and then not being funny y'all coming back in an impactful season with Tommy bro so yeah. it's like everybody's waiting on that. And then I know like when Bowers was coming to it in, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like even, you know, like I think you were playing for the Dolphins last time I checked. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, bro, when you like watching that go away and seeing, OK, well, where this dude going to come up at? Because you always have you haven't typecasted yourself, which is good. Or they haven't typecasted you. Mm-hmm. But like every role that you're in, bro, I was telling Arteza before the show, it's crazy how you you literally take that role and turn it into whatever you want to turn it into. And the reason I say that is every interview I watch, bro, you give a lot of energy, you're real laid back, you're chill. But in some of these roles, like on, um, on ballers, you had to be a little arrogant. You know what I'm saying? You had to do crazy shit. You had to say dumb shit, shit that may not even be your character, but you embody those roles. And then to see you off camera being yourself is like, yo, this nigga really is taking these roles, you know, and, and, and putting them on uh, front street because that's not even who you are, bro. Word. Love, bro. Love for real. And see, that's, and that's funny because like, a lot of people think that that's like how I am. Like I, I, I feel like I've lived multiple lives. Like I did yeah. the, I did the sports life. I played sports, not as far as Isaac. Like I didn't go to the league, but yeah. <clears throat> I had a scholarship to college to do it. Played sports my whole life. 
I lived that life. I lived a rapper life. I was a rapper for a long yeah. period of time. I, I still kind of write a little bit, but I don't yeah. really record it no more. And then I did the street life for a minute. And I was yeah. an actor all while living those other ones. And it was just, so I feel like pulling from all of those, it might not be who I am today, but at yeah. one point in time, I either saw it, was around it, lived it, or was doing it myself yeah. and I'm from it. So it's not that far removed. So I, I love the fact that you said that, that it's not even who I am. No, it's not, not anymore, but it's like, yeah. I definitely know where to, where to go to draw from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, that's what's up though, bro. Cause like, I don't know, bro. I just look at the whole acting thing. I was in Chicago a couple of weeks ago when we interviewed Isaac and um, one of my guys is shooting some movies out there and he wanted me to come on, help him direct, give him some, uh, you know, consulting work. Cause I just see everything when it's on set and I can tell when shit is bullshit. Like if it's bullshit, I don't even watch that shit, which is not being funny. I don't watch a lot of black movies. Cause you know, sometimes the acting is like, yeah. it's just not the same. That's why I wish Artesia was here. Cause I was going to really want to, I want to, wanted to talk to her about that. I'm, I'm a big Tyler Perry fan. I wanted to yeah. talk to her. I wanted to. Artesia, can you still hear us? There, yeah. Come there on. There she back. go. Even though you can't, you ain't recording. We don't care nothing about that. Come on back. Yeah, bro. yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Come on. <laughs> we need to segue some things. Bro. Come on back. <laughs> I'm trying to see if she's coming through. Tease, if you can't come through, I know it was a little shortage when we started. Like it's a, a little delay. So she may be getting that delay. Okay. But, but, but yeah, like I feel you on that. I definitely don't. I, I don't like a lot of a lot of things also. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? There are some that are guilty pleasures, but speak. Speaking of Tyler Perry again, yeah. that show, The Oval, a guilty yeah. pleasure of mine, bro. I don't know why. I, bro, I've never watched so, it. It is so brilliantly terrible. It is so good. <laughs> bro, it is just brilliantly terrible. Yeah. I'm telling you. I know Artesia watched that shit, man. It is the I don't worst, know. best show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Man, this is like, I'm I'm just such a stickler, bro. I try to give, like, after being in Chicago, like I say, watching my homeboy shoot on set, like, I try to be a little bit more, not biased, but open-minded about watching black shows bro because we unfortunately we always are operating from around the curve behind mm -hmm. the curve you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's like the content that they're putting together is a lot of times it's a great storyline to that content but it's just like if you are a person who is into the aesthetics of a picture or a cinematic uh, feel you judge it a little harshly because a lot of times they don't have that quality of camera so yeah. i mean to be a fan bro like i i yeah. Right, and I can't. I ain't talking shit because I, I did a Tyler Perry movie, you know. But, yeah. uh, and, but I felt like I did it when when his movies and stuff weren't even weren't as bad as they are now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got <laughs> in early. <laughs> I got in early, you know. <laughs> it's crazy how I don't know, man. Like, how do you pick your roles? Like, when when your roles are coming, when you oh, well, roles I never are sent had to you, the to be able to pick them. I picked what who picked me is what I picked. Okay. I didn't I okay. live that life yet. Maybe after power, I can start picking my roles. Uh, <laughs> uh, pre power, I picked yeah. who picked me. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? But no, nah, that was a couple yeah. that I turned down too, though, because there's just some things. In this business, bro, you got to have some absolutes. And like yeah. I said, as there's some shit, I don't, I'm not into this shit that much, bro. Like, yeah. I, I love it, but I'm not, you're not going to make a thespian out of me. Let's just say uh, the least. I'm not, I'm, I'm <laughs> Man, you know what? That made me the name of the podcast, Arteza. You're not going to make a thespian out of me. That's a good <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's yeah, good, bro. 
like I'm 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 chilling, bro. Like so, it's yeah. like certain roles, and and I got this tatted on me for a reason. For what shall it profit a man to gain the entire world but lose his yeah. own soul? Yeah, I don't I don't not want it that bad, brother. So yeah. you see, that's how you stay problem. humble, man. Because that's what I was asking Isaac. I was like, how do y'all stay humble when y'all getting calls to do roles like this, man? And and be like, you were just in Snowfall a couple of weeks ago, and you were in Shameless. Like these are yeah. big shows on like. Uh, FX and, and 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 Showtime and shit, bro. Like, how do you stay humble? How do you keep moving like this, bro? Like, um, I think it's, I think like I said, it's just me because I don't, I never, I never was the type that took myself or my job too serious because at the end of the day, I knew that it's just like it was just a job. Like at the end of the day, like I told you, bro, I had a whole another life. I'm like, bro, I could, I could, if we talking about if it's for the money, I could really be doing this and make more bro. money. I ain't getting paid no money for that. Like you know, yeah. so yeah, like. To me, I think that always humbled me too because it was like, ah, oh, yeah, you might have done this show and that show, but yeah, what what do you really have? And what it was like, what show for, yeah. and so that, and then like my family grounds me too because my my people gonna keep me humble because my people from backwoods Mississippi, yeah. so like I'm, I'm talking to them and they and <laughs> I'm talking to them and I, and they telling me stuff that's going on with them and I'm just like, holy shit, okay, yeah. uh, my yeah. life is okay. I, I can never just try to yeah. act big, not if. Nah, you know what I'm nah, saying? So until I can, I can grab my whole family and go like this, like, bro, calm down. Calm it down. Yeah. Calm it down, yeah. brother. Like this. Man, I, I ain't going to take you off topic, Rick, but I want to. I do want to ask you a question, man, about the continued, like, police brutality, the injustices. I know we were supposed to come to Chicago, like I said, last weekend to do this interview actually in person. But mm -hmm. I saw in Chicago that they were doing a lot of protests because of, you know, some killings, police killings. Like, yeah, how do you feel about all of this shit, man, when it keeps happening? You got George Floyd case going on right now, and then you turn around and you got this yeah. this 20-year-old kid, you know, like, bro, like, what is your mindset? How do you even continue, like, focusing on what it is you focus on every day with this stuff hitting so close to home right now? Yeah, bro, it's uh, it's tough. I will say that it's tough, bro, because it, it's me. Like, I am that, I'm that black kid. I'm the one that the police look at crazy when they pull up yeah. regardless. All that TV shit don't matter. They yeah. they actually get more of a kick out of it when they think they can take something that you got. Like yeah. when I tell them that I'm an actor and I'm not on none of that, they kind of feel even more like they want to get yeah. on that with me when I say that. So now it's kind of to the point where I don't really even mention it because I don't want yeah. them to try to feel like they taking something. So it's scary to be a black man in America is like one of the toughest jobs in the world outside of being a rapper, I feel like. Yeah. So, so, so a black rapper, just he just got a target all on his back. So. <laughs> you, you black and a rapper, Jesus. Uh, I, I hate to make, I hate to the make The life that. you chose. Man, but it's just crazy, man. And it's, and it's sad. And, and I just feel like people, since the beginning of time, people fear what they don't understand, bro. And yeah. I just think that a lot of the police officers need to just take time for understanding yeah. and, 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 and just putting, they fear what you don't understand. So if you don't understand it, you're going to be fearful. It's going to cause yeah. you to make those ill-advised decisions to yeah. think that grabbing a taser instead of a gun yeah. and all. Come like, on, man. Like, but they keep getting away with it. I think that's what makes it worse, bro, to where you get to a point. And I, and I hate saying it, but I told somebody like last year, I was like, bro, it's like the only thing gonna, they're going to understand is if, if we, if niggas started going blood for blood, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like the only exactly and it literally feels like bro that's the only way they're gonna understand like this whole blood for blood thing and then i mean we have to stop letting them do certain shit like um i don't know if you saw but it was a video of this black kid walking in a white neighborhood he lived in the neighborhood but he was just oh, walking yeah. and, and that white dude and then they showed up to did you see how they showed up to his house like yeah. that's the kind of shit you got to start doing bro like yeah. i know we want to be whatever but the way the world was built on the world the world was built on war bro 
It was built on war. And if you're not strong enough to stand up for yourself, motherfuckers just keep taking it. That's how these white motherfuckers came to power. Hey, man. So you just got to push back and stand up for yourself, man. But yeah, man, what what do you what do you um, when you when you think about yourself going to to the set every day, bro, like Mm -hmm. I know you still have those times where you like you say, you look around and you see the people beside you next to you. Do you have those people that are asking for things from you as these roles gets bigger, like people in your life? You know, like you said, you know, you working on the sets, but you may not have got paid a certain thing. I know this is different, but like other shows that you've been on, you're like, yo, I didn't make what you think you are making, but they're watching you and your status and that ask is coming out. Yeah, man. It's kind of like, that's why I I hate small talk. You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like small talk is the the underlay for the overplay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, what you want, nigga? Like, yeah. that's how I be feeling. Like, yeah, don't be calling me, hey, man, I was just checking on you, man, seeing how you been, man, seeing yeah. what's going on, man. What, how's the feeling going? <laughs> like, nigga, no. what do you want? Like, yeah. but, yeah, you know, people, people ask for stuff, but I feel like, I feel like, honestly, with me, what I kind of, I ain't going to say it's a blessing that I did this, but it, it, it's kind of a fake ghetto blessing in disguise yeah. with yeah. with me leaving Chicago and kind of already isolating myself from, from Chicago and those people yeah. because I was in L.A. People tend to ask you for less when you're further away, when you're not close. That's very true. I don't know why, but psychologically, it, family and friends, when they yeah. know that you're you don't not, in town, you're not around the corner. Away, they tend to ask you for less. They tend to only call you for something if they really, really need it. Yeah. Unless you're just a bold motherfucker. You got to you just going <laughs> to. Distance don't matter. Bold and don't give a damn. No, that's true. Me. Yeah, I had a homeboy uh, I played ball with back in the day, man. And um, he went on to the league, played about eight years with the Chicago Bears, man. Mm-hmm. And I, people would always ask him, hey, why don't you come on and play for the Cowboys? He's like, bro, I cannot be that close to family. Like no. he was like, like he said, he was like, the further away I am, it's almost like they forget about me. Like you, they they root for me online and social media and exactly. on their page and they repost shit. He was like, but if I was there after a great game, you know what I'm saying? And life is going good, we in the playoffs, they gonna be up my ass and trying to like if it ain't money, it's gonna be tickets. Yep. It's gonna be something, bro. It's gonna be something like so being away, I think because I've been in LA now for five going on six years. It's like, <clears throat> even now that I'm back in Chicago filming, yeah. it's a lot of my friends from high school and stuff who still wouldn't dare try to call me and acting acting like we supposed to kick it because I'm yeah. here filming this now. Because it's like, yeah. bro, I've been gone six years. I ain't talked to you once. Like, just yeah. because I'm in Chicago, no. They that don't make it nothing. To see yeah. it. It, don't, it don't. It just don't mean that. Yeah. And like, so a lot of the asks, though, I can tell that they about to get bigger. I've had some funny stuff happen before. Oh, but I know it, bro. I, yeah, I ain't going to get into that because I know. That's why I say once this motherfucking show hit, bro. So I ain't going to I ain't gonna put some of the asks or things that people have said or done on blast because I know. I know Nigga, they got your no, they got you on notification now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> but I've had some I've had some funny moments. I'm gonna say you that. had some dope pictures you posted, too, man. I was looking at your IG earlier today and I was like. Um, I think it's raw milk or something like that. The girl, oh yeah, that's, sugar milk, sugar milk, sugar milk. That's it. I'm sorry, sugar milk. Yeah, bro. Like she, like I was looking at these shots and I was like, "This some dope shit, bro." And like Love. you, you had like, man, you got. If Cameron has a biopic, you got to play it, bro. Bro, you got to play, son. Like I'm looking at them pictures and I was like, "This dip said shit all day, bro." Just the way this shit looks, man. Bro, I've been trying to talk <laughs> and find this man. Yeah, for years, bro. I want to do that so bad. Yeah. That's really and I know weird. his life is entertaining, bro. That shit would probably be like uh, pay it forward or some shit, bro. It'd be like a I can see that shit being a hood classic. 
Yeah, bro. It'll be ridiculous. Like, I, I definitely want to do it. I want the biopic or the or the series, whatever. If they did a Wu-Tang series, they could do a Dipset series. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Man, before we let you go, bro, I just want to say um, I, I do appreciate you, man. I appreciate your time. Um, I'll tell you what this means to me. I know you have not met me personally. I hope to do so one day soon. But Indeed. to get this opportunity, man, when I was talking to Isaac, he was like, yo, He's like, man, I really love what y'all doing, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, how about you interview my brother, uh, Chris Lofton? And I was like, who? And that's when he told me. And, you know, like I told you, Snap, Artesian right. knew who you were. And um, I was like, yo, old dude. And, you know, I mentioned, you know, where I saw you from and everything. And I was like, yo, Isaac, man, if you could do that, I was like, bro, this would be like, that would be dope. So I'm going to tell you right now, fam, the way people or the way you probably would, I don't know, who's somebody you admire in the, in the, in the movie industry? Like a fake, do you have a favorite actor? Oh, yeah, like, you know, the Denzels, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. stuff like that. See, like, yeah. that's how you are to us right now, bro. And and I, I'm not saying that to bullshit you. What I'm saying is I didn't get into this. Just like you say with acting, you didn't get into it to, like, when all these things, you just love doing it. Like, I got in a podcast just because I love doing it. I started in college seven years ago, and I just kind of stuck with it. And I got the opportunity to interview Isaac, and I was like, yo, this is dope. And then Dominique Perry from Insecure and a couple other people, and we never oh, thought. We never thought, bro, that we would be sitting up here, you know, talking to Chris D. Lofton, who's doing a great, you know, uh, show right now with Power Book 4, who's done all these other shows, bro, and been in certain rooms with great people, man, to give us some of your time. And I tell people all the time, nigga, you ain't got to pay money. You ain't got to do nothing. Giving somebody your time, bro, that's some shit you don't get back. So I just want to say we appreciate you. I know RTZ feels the same way for Uh, taking your time out today, bro. Even and, um, you know, caring enough to want to interview me, man, is dope. And I, I'm appreciative, too. And Isaac, that's that's my brother on and off the screen now. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, Come on through like, with that sex operator voice. You say, yeah. You say it again. <laughs> yes, you ain't nah. <laughs> <laughs> say it again, Chris. She didn't hear you. Boy, I must have hit Isaac up. I'm going to find a text message. I must have hit him up. He say, uh, he say, man, her voice be hitting, don't it? I said, boy, who is this girl on this thing? <laughs> on that thing talking like that. Yeah. I'm telling you like this. She better not come over here and talk to me like that. That's what I told you. I'm just so far gone, October zone, please leave me alone, drunk off champagne, screaming in the phone, see my house is not a home, fuck is going on, where did we go wrong, where do we belong, caught up in the game and it's one I can't postpone, meaning if it rains I'm the one that's raining on, when my diamond chain is on, still nothing set in stone, women ball sweaters that I spray with my cologne, and tell me don't forget them and I promise that I won't, feeling so distant from everyone I've known to make everybody happy I think I would need a clone places we get flown parties that we've thrown